What's up good people? Welcome back to this latest episode of Outed for Bit podcast. In this episode I'm going to be talking to Martin Azenga who is the head of trade at Standard Bank Kenya. In this episode Martin is going to be talking about everything banking. That is the future of banking or the banking of the future. Question. When was the last time you physically walked into a bank to conduct a transaction? Well, I can't remember the last time I did that. But one thing we all agree, the banking industry is facing a series of challenges as more consumers manage their personal finances from their smartphones or even computers. With financial technology companies or fintechs, especially in Africa as we call them, and challenger brands popping up at an increasing rate and banking technology becoming more advanced, innovation is necessary for the future of banking. In this interview, Martin explains how digitization is affecting the banking sector, the ways banks and banks are embracing, you know, new technology as well as how consumers uh you know like you and me could benefit from a more holistic experience in the future of banking. Uh here's the thing, according to Deloitte, the future of banking will look very different from today. Of course, first with the changing consumer expectations, emerging technologies, and new business models, banks we need to start putting strategies in place now to help them prepare for banking let's say in 2030 in this interview martin also been going to telling me about you know the recent awards that standard bank received remember you know uh, the global finance recently announced you know the round one uh, winners of the 2021 world's best digital banks award in africa in which standard bank uh you know how uh, was selected for multiple awards across seven categories so standard bank was awarded the best consumer digital award uh the best consumer digital bank in south africa they also received an award for the best consumer digital bank in africa for online product offerings best consumer digital bank in africa for information security and fraud management the best corporate institutional digital bank in africa for trade finance services best corporate digital bank uh, you know in africa for online treasury services they also received an award for the best digital bank in africa for social media marketing services and also uh, you know uh, the best uh, digital bank in africa for sme banking so mart is going to be telling me you know all about this including some other awards which you know um, the bank has received even locally in kenya so yeah listen along so maybe a good starting point point will be just introducing yourself and just basically telling me your role at Standard. Cool. Yeah, so I mean obviously as you to know my name is Martin Azenga. Mm-hmm. I am currently the the country head of um, of trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Stanbeck Bank um uh, seated within a division called wholesale wholesale clients. Mm-hmm. What uh, we formerly used to call corporate and investment banking, mm-hmm. um, or what many other banks in the market still call um, corporate corporate banking, mm-hmm. uh, that is where obviously the trade, uh, the trade role, the trade role sits. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, my my mandate as a head as a head of trade, obviously, um, is to is to define. Um, and align um, the the trade strategy for 
for the country mm-hmm. um, and obviously um, um, come up with with an execution plan mm-hmm. um, work with with other stakeholders uh, to ensure um, that trade obviously is is delivered in what we'd like to say um, the most um, seamless way um, to create um, uh, an exceptional um, client experience mm-hmm. um, for the customers that we um, that we that we serve yeah so there's a bit about ownership of the strategy um, aligning it to the group trade and wholesale clients and overall bank mm-hmm. uh, bank strategy obviously just um, driving the execution um, of what we've defined as a strategy um in this market and and with um the clients um that we have chosen chosen to 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 serve um yeah i i guess i could i could stop there okay almost part of the introduction oh yeah interesting and maybe uh, basically uh, you know as i say this um uh, this discussion will be centered around of course the award and you know every other thing around uh, uh digital banking and so maybe you know we could start with you know the recent award uh actually standard or standard bank really they won't bigger the world's best digital banking awards i understand there were how many awards five or six because they were the best consumer digital bank in south africa that was mm-hmm. the best consumer digital bank in africa for online product offering you know and a lot of other you know quite interesting awards including uh the best corporate uh or institutional bank digital bank in africa for sme so maybe could you tell us about this this awards yeah there's been i think there's been a host of there's been a host of awards that we've managed to 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 pick up especially especially this year mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways i think you've some like noticed that there is a bias uh towards um um technology uh digitized uh, digitized uh, offering yeah. uh automation and so on and so forth across a number of um of client segments mm-hmm. uh, within the bank and also within within the group i mean largely obviously speaking to the um to the to the ambition that we've sort of like um set forth for ourselves first of all as a group to transform uh to transport transform ourselves into a platform platform business mm-hmm. and obviously the, the the driver or the key enabler of this transformation would be would be technology yeah i mean i think even even more than that or aside from the words that you've mentioned i think there's been there's been a couple of others i think that we've picked um over the last over the last couple of a uh, couple of weeks mm-hmm. uh, uh, including uh, including um Uh, what we call EMEA finance mm-hmm. uh, Europe Middle East and Africa mm-hmm. uh, I think we picked uh, you know they call it EMEA finance treasury services award 2021 mm-hmm. we picked uh, transactional bank in Africa um, amongst banks and we also picked uh, the best trade finance services bank in Africa mm-hmm. uh, second one of course is a lot more relevant to me mm-hmm. because obviously now in Kenya as as uh, as you'd know we have been awarded the best trade finance bank in this market yeah. by the Glo- global trade uh, trade uh, trade review what they call the leaders in trade mm-hmm. uh, which is really just an annual um feat general say um, that awards um excellence in trade um, commodity uh, supply chain export finance and more importantly fintech mm-hmm. fintech, fintech markets mm-hmm. but i think one of the other things that gtr also recognizes is uh, pioneering um, institutions 
um, um, from around from around the world mm-hmm. that have um, literally made uh, a contribution to sort of like further um, the agenda mm-hmm. uh, agenda of and um, you know um, creating uh, a marketplace uh, where clients obviously benefit um, from some of these initiatives that have been have been put put in place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, um, I think firstly. Um, I'd say it's a fitting recognition, right? Uh, you know, for the bank, as we obviously seek to uh, to partner more deeply uh, with our clients in their growth in their growth journey. I think the second point then would be that um, the bold step that we have uh, obviously taken as a bank uh, to digitize um, a lot of our functions, um, including trade and trade. Is has typically been uh, a very um, uh, manual uh, manual operation. It has stubbornly remained so, not just in Kenya but but the world all over. I mean, just obviously um, um, having the ambition, um, taking the step uh, to digitize obviously a function such as trade speaks to our commitment uh, of putting clients obviously the heart. Um, of everything that we that we that we do, but I think more importantly as well, um, this this award and obviously um, uh, the other awards that we've talked about mm-hmm. just underline our position um, as one of the leading um, trade banks um, in Kenya, um, where we are playing obviously uh, a leading role mm-hmm. um, in modernizing in modernizing trade using the latest um, latest technology, and that's. Not just true for us in Kenya, but I think it is true for Standard Bank Group as a whole. Yeah, okay, and yeah, and and when you talk about modernizing trade, you know, of course, there's a lot of tech involved here, and currently, I mean, there's so much disruption going on uh, in the banking sector, and of course, uh, with more banks like you going digital. Uh, actually, Bank of Stanbic, and I'm banking Stanbic for I think since 2015. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can't remember the last time I actually went to, you know, I visited a branch to conduct a transaction. Mm. So, is the future of banking digital? Yeah, that's that's, that's a great question, actually, and maybe one that's 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 very very topical. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd say um, for a start that um, you know the future of. I guess um, anything is digital, really. Mm-hmm. And I think this rings um, more true uh, for a business um, such as trade that has lagged behind in the digitization um, race. And maybe trade is just one of those businesses that is representative of others mm-hmm. that has not moved as fast as it ought to, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in digitizing um, itself and uh, so like transforming um, itself um, to uh, deliver to our clients in in an automated in an automated way. You pro- possibly have noticed, Nixon, that mm-hmm. when people talk about digitization within the banking space yeah. or you know what anyone would call financial institutions, mm-hmm. there's there's been typically a lot of focus. On payments, so the payment side of yeah. payment space, mm-hmm. you know, even with even with the with the advent of um, of um, uh, mobile network operators, mm-hmm. and of course the logical evolution into into mobile into mobile money. I mean, banks have continued to play uh, a leading role um, in uh, the de- de- the delivery of some of these um, some of these services. Are mostly inclined mm-hmm. towards towards payments. Mm-hmm. Others, 
like trade and not just trade, uh, possibly a couple of other functions within the bank mm-hmm. have not moved in exactly the same uh, at exactly the same pace as 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 um, as, as payments have done um, for that for that for that matter. Mm-hmm. But I think the point then next will become uh, is one uh, where one would say that digitization is not necessarily an end in itself, rather it is um, an enabler. That would drive certain outcomes, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that are aligned to how clients see the world now, and how they'll see the world, the world in the future. I mean, you you know, being a client of the bank, yeah. that now more than ever, clients like yourself, even at a personal level, mm-hmm. are actually demanding that intermediaries like banks actively disrupt themselves, yeah. you know, because they realize that um, they are going to be beneficiaries. Of this disruption, I mean, Nixon, you just said that uh, you cannot remember the last time that you that you walked into a bank, mm-hmm. uh, transact, uh, to uh, submit an instruction, uh, or to do any other thing that would take you to the bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is convenience that is cre- that is created created for you. Mm-hmm. And if anyone was to possibly tell you that whatever tools that you've been provided or given to enable. Um, this type of convenience would be taken away from you. I mean, mm-hmm. that then would obviously become a discussion that would you'd possibly not yeah. be interested in getting into. Mm-hmm. Because a certain baseline, because of this disruption, has already been, been created. Yeah. And I think what banks obviously need to do is to ensure that they continue um, um, leveling up, mm-hmm. you know, the baseline that um, uh, that has been created in a continuous in a continuous way because the banks just do not um, heed to this call uh, by the market to continuously disrupt mm-hmm. then the message that we will be sending is that we only exist because the regulator has allowed us to do so yeah. I mean essentially meaning that um, we are pressing the fast forward button to irrelevance ah, okay mm-hmm. yeah and from where from where you are sitting right now uh, you know uh, how, how would you describe this new age of digital banking mm-hmm. yeah you know, you know, like I mean, at least from where we all sit in Kenya, mm-hmm. you know, we've proven that we could go fast to places where the world has not gone before. Yeah, uh, mobile money is is an excellent is an excellent example. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes because we we are, you know, it's become um, quite normal for us mm-hmm. um, conduct a lot of our our transactions using uh, on the go and using our mobile mobile devices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's never encountered that from whichever part of the world, when mm-hmm. they come face to face with it, you know, uh, it is sort of like um, um, introducing something that is totally strange, uh, just because they've never they've never encountered it. I've I've literally experimented this with um, with some of my colleagues mm-hmm. who who do not work in Africa, mm-hmm. and anytime they come to visit and we do some of our client client um, client engagement calls. And we begin to talk um, um, in a very engaged way about um, how mobile money has made it very convenient yeah. uh, for, for, for our clients um, to make their payments, um, to, to collect money, to access liquidity. You know, they, they never quite follow that, that discussion, you know, to tell them that I can actually pick my phone, mm-hmm. do a payment, send it to you and you get your value instantly. Yeah. It's something that they do not quite make a connection with or two, just because they've not been they've not been exposed exposed to it, but you see, it just simply means uh, Nixon, that this so sort of like new age 
I've seen Africa in particular making what anyone would call quantum leaps mm-hmm. uh, and defying um, that technology trajectory mm-hmm. that the developed world uh, sort of like sort of like took uh, to get them to where they are where they are right now. I mean, we've seen businesses that have been running manual operations mm-hmm. uh, take that digital leap and uh, begin to adopt use of cutting edge technology yeah. like artificial intelligence you know machine learning cloud computing and so on and yeah. so forth mm-hmm. um, you know this has suddenly been true or for the trade business that I that I run on behalf um, of the bank you know the lips that we are making now have literally next and not been made by some of the leading mm-hmm. um, and just um, and global global banks mm-hmm. but you know there's still you know quite some ground to cover you know and banks just speak to delimit themselves and adopt um, what what you like to say is an ecosystem approach to digitization mm-hmm. uh, because this is what truly adds value to the client segments that we that we that we serve uh, you know um, even here in Africa where we are seated mm-hmm. I mean there's lots of technology in the world around the world you know yeah. in Asia in, in Europe in in the Americas mm-hmm. and uh, you know this should just cause us um, in Kenya and also in Africa to avoid half-hearted digitization measures mm-hmm. you know uh, we can boldly say that uh, you know uh, we can't transform our businesses yeah. by using by using you know the most modern and cutting edge technology that mm-hmm. that there is there is right now just simply because right now the world has actually too much to offer yeah. when it comes to when it comes to to to, to technology mm-hmm. and also because Nixon clans in Africa are as sophisticated now yeah. as those anywhere in the world mm-hmm. yeah and, and and I mean uh, we spoke so much about you know uh, this innovation but I think one of the questions uh, you know uh, that uh, most people have spoken to before uh, in your space, I always I always struggle to answer is you know what it means for you know for a bank to go digital. Most of them are always talking about just you know um, building fintech solutions and all that. But I mean, what is mean? What what does it really mean for a bank to go digital? I mean, what has done been done? What services have, what services have we moved moved online? You know, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question, uh, Nixon. Um, because, as you rightfully said, it, yeah. um, you know, digitization is very is very topical. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And, and sometimes when people talk about digitization, it is very easy to fall into the trap of saying that uh, we are taking a, a, a manual process, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, putting it onto a platform mm-hmm. that is digital in nature that would achieve something but it will not necessarily achieve um, the outcome mm-hmm. that real digitization is is meant to is meant to achieve mm-hmm. I mean if you if you think about how um, clients would want to transact mm-hmm. you know um, the expectation they have of the bank um, to process the instructions or the requests that they um, that they submit submit through to us, mm-hmm. and obviously then relay the output of this um, processing mm-hmm. uh, to beneficiaries of these transactions or to stakeholders who are party to these transactions begins to give you a view that that the demand that is there right now mm-hmm. from the market by the market is sort of like an end to end delivery mm-hmm. uh, of how clients 
walk their journey as they're doing their business mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so banks have to be at right at the point at which a client for instance is uh, having discussion with their with their suppliers mm-hmm. on how to bring their 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 or to import their raw materials from from any foreign port or any foreign location into into the country how the logistics around that is managed mm-hmm. how the goods obviously um um are moved from so like the as you like to call it port of discharge yes. to the warehouse mm-hmm. of the client and obviously then how the finished product gets into the market mm-hmm. and finally how then the money moves from the client to either their supplier mm-hmm. or from the, um from the customers of our client uh you know all the whichever channels they are using whether it's the end consumer or distributor mm-hmm. how the money moves from them into into our client so it the, the scope of digitization is one that is supposed to be embedded in the journey that our clients walk yeah. as they as they are doing their business mm-hmm. in an end in an end to end um way i mean surely the world that you're living in in right now if mm-hmm. you think about it um um nixon um uh, the investment that for instance we've made we've made the, this this year to digitize um a part of our trade business because we are still going through through that journey mm-hmm. i'd tell you that that piece that we've automated used to uh used to see that uh, some of these transactions that we are handling on behalf of our clients mm-hmm. would take us around three to five days mm-hmm. to get it across the line and right now just simply because we have invested in in technology that's uh, so like driven by artificial intelligence mm-hmm. machine learning mm-hmm. natural processing um deep learning cloud computing we are actually able to do that next one in 30 minutes oh, tops okay and as we as we go forward mm-hmm. and and look at other other um other transactions mm-hmm. um that are still manual and we're seeking to 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 digitize mm-hmm. uh we we are obviously looking at um at a situation where clients would be able um obviously from the comfort of their of their offices mm-hmm. wherever the offices may be it's at home mm-hmm. uh wherever they would be anywhere in this world um submit as an example guarantee transaction yeah. what would typically take us 8 hours on a best case mm-hmm. to process would now next one take us a whole hour mm-hmm. under an hour to process okay. and it may seem like something that is that is in the distant future it is not by uh, first quarter of next year mm-hmm. we would actually have um um, um fully deployed um this suit of uh, solutions mm-hmm. that would just ensure that we give our clients a superior um, client experience mm-hmm. and it uh, you know um provide the basis for them to really just focus on what um they are set up to do which is their business yeah and create the efficiency that they require mm-hmm. to ensure that everything within their space is managed um in a seamless uh in 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 a very seamless manner. Ah okay interesting. And and how how's the customer responding to this especially you know those ones who still believe in you know the traditional ways or modes of banking? Yeah, I mean um clients obviously never never cease to 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 amaze us. Yeah. You know positive <laughs> in a very positive way. Mm. You know when you uh when you begin to get into discussions with some of these these clients to really just um um 
discussed with them um, uh, you know the elements of um, of transformation that you're seeking to do mm-hmm. um, from a digitization uh, point of view mm-hmm. it, you know I, I hardly have come across any client who would be skeptical would be resistant yeah you know, who would say that uh, you know that can't be done um, you know the market is not ready etc I mean all we what we've managed to see especially in the last couple of years certainly um, after after you know um, covid uh, covid became a pandemic mm-hmm. it's all like just changed uh, you know uh, the rule book and how banks do their business and also in how clients uh, do their business as well mm-hmm. with a lot of interest you know clients are more interested in talking about how can um, can you make my experience more convenient yeah. mm-hmm. you know how can you make my experience a lot more seamless how mm-hmm. can you reduce your 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 turnaround times mm-hmm. or your processing times as it as it were um, to ensure that um, whatever it is I need to do with my counterparties mm-hmm. is actually done within the shortest possible time mm-hmm. so that I can focus on what um, I set up my business my business to do mm-hmm. so there's been there's been a lot of a lot of um, um, positivity um, a lot of um, you know uh, strongly as, as I'd say good reaction from from our clients mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know they just want an, uh, a partner mm-hmm. or bank who can partner with them as they obviously go through their go through their their, their growth journey mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we've we've um, we've um, learned to do as we've been implementing this um, digital solutions mm-hmm. is to get into what what um, people in the technology world will call will call it will call co-creation mm-hmm. you know you're co-creating solutions with our clients so that at every step of the way mm-hmm. as, as 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 these capabilities are being built the input of the client um goes into the product yeah. that is being that is being created yeah. so the final product that will be consumed by the client is literally one where they've um, played a role in in, in shaping it yeah uh, informing it mm-hmm. and it immediately begins to address um, the needs yeah, they are client to us um, as pain points that we need to solve for yeah I mean I mean uh, customer feedback is always very important I think uh, when you include their feedback uh, you know in the development of, of you know whatever product you're making it's it, it's it's I mean it goes back to you know customer satisfaction as well absolutely yeah and in a, and in a real-time basis uh, Nixon right um, I think those days if you think about it Nixon mm-hmm. where um, banks would um, banks or any other company or organization would uh, sort of like go uh, shut the curtains go behind that mm-hmm. that that curtain you know begin to uh, develop solutions and mm-hmm. then just deploy them in the market hoping um, and trusting mm-hmm. uh, that clients are going to just quickly uh, adopt those types of products I mean those days are, are long gone mm-hmm. you know yeah and um, you know the, the, the sense of, of clients that we're dealing with and the market that you're dealing with now you know as we've discussed earlier is, is quite demanding they mm-hmm. want to be involved mm-hmm. they want to know um, what this 
investments in in digital platforms yeah. or technologies for that matter mm-hmm. is going to do to also transform their business and just allow them allow them allow them to grow so i mean that co-creation that working with clients um along the along the digitization journey is something that is absolutely important oh interesting i remember back in 2019 um attending you know one of these fintech festivals it was being called the afro the Afro, I think Afro-Asian Fistech Festival that was being hosted by the Central Bank of Kenya and, you know, some companies from Asia and all that. I remember on that day, um, the governor, uh, Dr. Njeroge, talking about how, you know, African banks or even local banks here in Kenya are now starting to build fintech products or they're now turning into fintechs. And, uh, you know, I had a question, like, you know, is it a competition, you know, uh, you know, where do banks fall, where do fintechs fall? And maybe now my question would be, what is the best approach that banks can take, you know, okay. to, to digitization? Should they be partnering with fintechs, you know, investing in fintechs, or just, you know, how, how do we go about this? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good question, Nixon. Um, uh, because it's, it's obviously... Uh, one mm-hmm. that um, speaks to 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 where, um, as an example, the um, the intellectual capital resides. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to um, thinking uh, digitize, digi- digitization, mm-hmm. and who exactly owns that that capital, that intellectual capital? Mm-hmm. Okay. To sort of like bring some of this, um, some of these solutions uh, that are enabled by 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 digital platforms of te- or technology mm-hmm. uh, to like, you know, it could it could as well mean that the owner of that intellectual capital mm-hmm. does not necessarily have the resources mm-hmm. to develop. Um, to develop that, um, you know, if you want to call it uh, a prototype in a way that um, will be adopted by the market and will be commercialized um, for that for that matter. Mm-hmm. So I guess the long and short of what I'm trying to say is that, you know, collaboration, um, um, strategic alliances mm-hmm. with especially this, uh, this fintechs, you know, who who are obviously just uh, springing up and and and, and solving uh, problems um, at the marketplace, problems that organizations have, problems that obviously um, um, banks um, experience as, as pain points. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of ways, they've gotten there. Uh, before banks or before other other organizations, and 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 in a lot of ways, I I think I imagine that the best way to go is really just to collaborate okay. with uh, with fintechs, mm-hmm. and um, you know allow them the creativity, um, allow them the space to obviously um, express um, that which uh, they want to to solution. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because they also. Uh, have the advantage of not uh, being being shackled by by red tape. Yeah. Sometimes the regulation, if you if you think about it, mm-hmm. and they have the 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 license mm-hmm. to to think to think wildly, you know, uh, to think wrongly as it as it were, mm-hmm. and to come up with solutions that are truly transformational mm-hmm. and can be adopted banks um, businesses. Um, you know, as um, as they continue um, conducting their business, as they continue to, um, to 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 pursue to pursue growth. So it's it's 
it's it's a space um, where um, um, I, I guess banks and also and also fintechs mm-hmm. have to continue collaborating, um, have to continue finding each other to get to a certain sweet spot yeah. that would allow the the development and the flow of this intellectual capital mm-hmm. um, both um, both both ways. So certainly, certainly the way, uh, the way, the way to go. Well, obviously, banks have to make the decision to say mm-hmm. that whatever it is that has been developed, do we want to own it? Yeah, true. Do we want it? Do we want to? Do we want to 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 to, to rent it? Mm-hmm. You know, which which model do we do we want to to, to adopt? Yeah. Um. You know, as we as we continue um, to digitize our operations. Yeah, because 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 what I, what I've been seeing recently is actually banks creating their own fintech divisions uh, and actually going ahead to acquire some of these fintech startups. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The group, I mean, it's um, it's all like common knowledge. Obviously, it's out there in the public mm-hmm. uh, because we, we are a listed, we are a listed group in, in Johannesburg yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Listed in, in, you know, the, the, um, the local operating entity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we've, we've made an acquisition with, um, you know, for a fintech uh, for fintech before, yeah, okay. but it also still hasn't stopped us, stopped the group, stopped mm-hmm. the bank in Kenya from collaborating and partnering with uh, with fintechs uh, to develop solutions um, that we are that we are using. You know, as an example, um, the, the the solution that we that we uh, sort of like implemented uh, this year within the trade the trade space. You know, we collaborated with uh, what we call a trade, you know, called trade tech companies, yeah. that is trade, te- trade technology, mm-hmm. you know, and we are using it as a, as a service, software, uh, software as a service. Yeah. You know, it's all like your pay-per-view um, platforms um, that, uh, you know, the likes of your uh, HBO used to run way before, you know, your Netflixes and your and your Disney Plus, yeah. Hulu, it mm-hmm. uh, came forward. Oh. And, uh, you know, uh, the modern customer like me is always looking for convenience. And, uh, you know, of course, remember, as I mentioned, I can't actually remember the last time I, I, I walked in into a bank you know, to do a transaction. So how is Tanbeek helping actually a customer like me achieve, you know, this convenience, this convenience, of course, using the digital platforms that you currently own? Yeah, uh, you see, the same would be. Uh, Nixon, that what what um, a bank or Stanbic mm-hmm. Stanbic has done mm-hmm. is to understand um, the customer journey. Yeah, you know, um, when you come to when you make the decision to uh, to engage with a bank, you know, you've opened your account with that particular bank, mm-hmm. and you want to use the bank to do to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Okay. That in itself is not an end, yeah. uh, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you use bank because there is a certain um, objective um, that you want to that you want to achieve or you want to realize. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be it could be that you want to, as an example, buy buy a vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. And you you want to buy that you want to import that vehicle, or you want to buy that vehicle in 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 a foreign or from a foreign market. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't come to the bank to buy that vehicle, right? Yeah, yeah. You will have you'll have your discussion with the with the seller of that of that vehicle. Mm-hmm. You you agree on your terms mm-hmm. um, amongst yourselves when money needs to move, when you're supposed to uh, sort of like as an example um, give you um, some of, some of the documentation to prove 
that what is actually selling to you is uh, aligned to the specifications that you've that you've provided you know and then come to the bank and say um i need you to make payment to um supplier x y and z mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so that realization that that number one um from from the from the outset in the traditional model you know clients would not walk to the bank um, to uh sort of like uh, like do their shopping mm-hmm. you know they only come to seek financial services yeah. there is a consumer of of those financial services mm-hmm. aside from that consumer is the client of the bank that client of the bank has a counterparty that they are that they are that they are, that they are dealing with mm-hmm. so i think understanding that journey next thing that i'm talking about is one that is extremely important in ensuring that um um the bank is able to solution mm-hmm. to to its clients or to the to the to the set of of, of clients um that 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 we serve mm-hmm. um in a way that is aligned to this journey that the client is walking mm-hmm. okay so that we can achieve uh, or realize a certain a certain a certain objective mm-hmm. and therein that journey lies multiple opportunities mm-hmm. or loads of opportunities for the bank to come in and uh, create a significantly superior experience um for the clients for the clients that we are that we are serving because mm-hmm. really a typical journey would in, would involve a client coming into the bank um providing an instruction mm-hmm. uh they wait for uh, for for some time minutes hours sometimes days uh before the processing is is concluded mm-hmm. and then the outcome is sort of like Uh, delivered mm-hmm. to the counterparts of that of that particular client oh, okay, okay? Right. but if bank was was to tie this up and say that from the point at which the client originates the instruction mm-hmm. to the point this output is communicated mm-hmm. or delivered to 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 the stakeholder or to the counterparties mm-hmm. of this client mm-hmm. if that can be digitized and the different handoffs happen mm-hmm. in a very seamless manner then i think we would have done justice by the clients that we are that we are that we are serving and certainly that is that is our ambition as standard bank ah okay, interesting and maybe as we wind up uh, you know amantin you know the pandemic has given you know a significant boost to you know to banks uh, you know um, going digital especially in kenya of course some of the products and services we've spoken about you know earlier you know do you believe you know moving you know forward you know even you know showing the pandemic is going to end but you know moving to online banking for example i mean are we going to see it you know you know um post the pandemic are we going to see still bank building digital solutions or fintech solutions moving forward or are we you know to make it a comfort zone <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question, Nixon. You know, you know what the pandemic did, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. The pandemic sort of like acted as as a trigger yeah. that quickened the pace of 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 digitization. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if a lot of organizations, um banks included, right? Mm-hmm. Um pre-pandemic uh, obviously had had aspirations to transform themselves into digitally uh, driven driven organizations mm-hmm. but 
a lot of them would acknowledge that the pace at which they were doing it did not quite carry yeah. um, the same urgency that it is carrying now mm-hmm. that um, um, COVID-19 sort of like came and turned the world on top on top of its of its head mm-hmm. you know so the, the the discussions were already there the aspirations were already there I would say that you know COVID sort of like just acted uh, as a catalyst mm-hmm. you know that caused banks to ask themselves the question that if we do not change and if we do not change fast then we are very um, quickly uh, moving towards the point of being irrelevant yeah, true. Uh, to the market to the clients that we serve and certainly certainly to, to ourselves and uh, you know uh, if anyone was to think about that within within uh, a sustainability uh, con- context mm-hmm. then uh, it can't be said that uh, banks are literally playing their part mm-hmm. or their role mm-hmm. in driving a sustainability agenda mm-hmm. because technology digitization is a very very important enabler uh, for banks to really just pursue this um, sustainability uh, you know uh, you know ob- 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 uh, objective um, so you know um, the the quick question to obviously the, the next part of your, uh, the quick answer to the next part of your question then would be mm-hmm. that yes, banks will obviously continue to to, to, to digitize, uh, will continue riding the disruption wave way after the the, the pandemic has been has been managed, mm-hmm. way after you know life goes back to to, to normal, whatever normal whatever normal would be, um, uh, banks will still continue uh, to. Uh, to heighten that baseline mm-hmm. because what COVID has done is that it sort of like increased that baseline or pushed it higher mm-hmm. and banks can only can only build on that if they are interested in continuing to um, to survive or to operate uh, in the markets that they serve. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much, Martin. So maybe, you know, as we end up, any, any closing remarks? Um, uh, you know, not not too much to, to say. I think we've covered quite a bit of quite a bit of ground. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, I think as Tanbik Bank, I mean, the point that I'll, I'll, I'll obviously make is that you know we're truly um, committed um, to continue driving mm-hmm. um, uh, a superior client experience mm-hmm. um, for, for for the clients that we that we serve um, in the markets where we are where we are we are present Mm -hmm. and obviously we realize that um if we uh continue investing um in um um, in the way that we run we run our business Mm -hmm. um we continue to modernize our our operations and we continue to modernize our our businesses then we are really just creating a very good basis um to allow us to continue partnering um with our clients as they pursue growth in uh, the sectors uh, and the industries um, that they that they that they belong, and see that is um, um, obviously something that we will we will continue doing. We will continue investing in uh, in our business mm-hmm. uh, because we realize uh, obviously that it is playing uh, a massively critical role in the in the. Um, in the continuation or in 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 our clients uh, um, fathering uh, the growth ambitions um, that they would that they would that they would be having um yeah so I mean that is obviously what I could I could I could say as as, as closing as closing remarks Nixon. all right 
right, I think that should be all. Thank you so much, Martin. Cheers, cheers. Thank you very much. All right. Appreciate it. All right, you're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Remember, if you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can always drop us an email or reach out to us through uh, or using the details that we have included in the description section, you know, uh, of this episode. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye. This episode is a production of Portable Voices Podcast Network produced by Alan Minani. 24-bit is an ongoing conversation about tech hosted by Emmanuel Chenze, Dixon Otieno, and Nixon Canali. If you want to shoot your own podcast and shows, reach out to portablevoices.com and follow them on Twitter at Portable Voices.